Hello, folks. This is your host, Tammy Tucky, and you are now listening to the Tierra Talk Show. We bring you rare interviews with the makers of Disney magic. Whether they be singers, actors, Imagineers, animators, they have all made their mark on the Disney name. Be sure to check out the show notes, other episodes, contests, our social media pages from Facebook to Twitter, and more on our official website at www.thetierratalkshow.com. All guest opinions are theirs and theirs alone and do not represent the opinions of the Tierra Talk Show or the host. The Tierra Talk Show is not associated with the Disney Company. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode. And from all of us here at the Tierra Talk Show, have a hoop de doo day. I'm excited to welcome this week's Tierra Talk Show guest, actor Benny Wasserman, to the show. Welcome, Benny. Well, I'm I'm uh, overwhelmed to uh, hear from you. Well, I guess we should probably introduce what you do for a living because it would be, make no sense when I start talking about how I think you're so amazing. Uh, <laughs> but one of the things a lot of people know you for is your resemblance and impersonation to Albert Einstein, which is your Disney connection. But I, I thought we'd talk about your beginnings in the entertainment industry. Like what was one of the first gigs you had as this character? Actually, the very first gig I had was a Japanese production um, for a commercial in Japan, and I had to learn how to smoke a pipe. And uh, at first, when the manager called, when this um, lookalike manager called me, I uh, actually hung up on him because I thought it was just somebody joking, fooling around. And um, but he was very serious. It was only a couple of weeks after I submitted my picture. Uh, to somebody at, in my in my uh, son's law office, who was responsible for me to even get involved, because he he seemed to think I resembled him, even with my short hair and no mustache and whatever, and my glasses. Um, but uh, a week later, after taking some pictures of myself, uh, that was the that and getting that first phone call and getting that first gig. I didn't even know what a gig was. Holy was cow. <laughs> and, and that was the beginning of a 25-year um, second career, uh, which is um, a little bit longer than uh, uh, the longest I ever spent in the aerospace business in one company, which was for 25 years. Holy mackerel. Well, honestly, that, that, that sounds like fate was on your side just to get that gig. And I, I can only imagine what was coming in through the door for the next 25 years. And one of those things was Ellen's Energy Adventure, which came out in 96 at Epcot Center at Walt Disney World. And a lot of people have, it's been there for over 20 years now, and it recently just closed. And Honestly, to be quite honest, Benny, I was looking online on the IMDb page and I yeah. saw your name and they never credit anybody at the end of this particular attraction, even though it's like a film. So I was so surprised I found your name and I thought, oh, you know, it'd be great <laughs> to talk to Benny about this project. And uh, we got in touch. I'm so glad we did. <laughs> yeah, there are things I uh, I did over the years that I didn't get uh, credit for in the in the credits. Uh, mainly because most, uh, well, I shouldn't say most of the time, some of the time I didn't have any lines. So did somebody contact you specifically or your agent just because they saw the 
the uncanny resemblance to you and Einstein to work on this particular Disney project? Correct. It was my uh, my agent, um, if you want to call him that. Uh, it's a different kind of um, uh, agency. Uh, it's not. They're really not agents in the sense that, uh, like for you have your SAG Screen Actors Guild agents, mm-hmm. which, uh, by the way, um, I had to make a decision at one point in the beginning. Uh, whether or not I wanted to join Screen Actors Guild, I was given an opportunity, and uh, but the uh, initiation fee was so high. But I went ahead and did it, and because I did, I was able to do the the biggest thing I ever did was the Pepsi commercial. In That's right. In year two thousand, and that lasted for a year. And for this particular project with the Ellen attraction, I went back to watch the film. Unfortunately, as I said, the attraction closed in August of 2017, of course. And it's on on YouTube. Yes, it is on YouTube. That's why I was like, you know what, I'm going to watch this before we we get to chat because I wanted to pay attention just to you. Because as we we had talked beforehand just a little bit and you said, oh, but I didn't have any lines. And I said, but your part is so funny just for being there and not saying anything. It actually makes it funnier, (laughs) in my opinion. So I was paying attention very closely to your character because they, like, everybody's supposed to be looking at Ellen and Alex Trebek and Jamie Lee Curtis. But watching you was such a treat. Like, it was so much fun. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm glad to hear that. The the first thing that really I noticed was when Ellen comes onto the stage, onto the set for Jeopardy, and she starts touching your hair. Now, it looks like you weren't expecting that, and you're like kind of like pushing her away. Uh, Was that that something you were expecting, or... Was that planned? No, no, that was spontaneous, and uh, and it just showed my surprise. You know, what are you doing there? Which I I, I never care if anybody touches my hair, but um, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I was trying to be a little, uh, uh, I don't know what word to use, theatrical or something. Uh, I, I have no idea because I try to follow directions from the director always, always. Uh, when, when I've tried to do it, sometimes what they call over the top, uh, they say, no, just stick with the script. Uh, the la- the very last part where I walk off and uh, and I think I'm given a light bulb or something. Um, yes, something like that. they call it the bundle of energy. They say there was a lot going on for that specific attraction. Like there are a lot of special effects. And, and, and how many takes do you think it took for the initial Jeopardy scene? Like the first one? Well, I'll tell you. I it it took it took a few and when I say a few, what I remember is I had to show up three days in a row for that um, for this scene. Wow! And where was uh, this? Was this in California or? Oh yeah, oh yeah. It was one of the studios here in uh, in L.A. Now, what was it like being with everybody on set? You know, individually, what were Alex and Jamie and Bill Nye and Ellen like? What, what, did they talk to you when you guys weren't shooting? What was that energy on set like? Okay, fortunately, I do remember some of that. And <laughs> when you mentioned Bill Nye, I, I certainly was able to get in a conversation with him. He gave me one of his the first books that he had written for children and autographed it. And, um, and that was very nice. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. I'll never for her, forget... She just had her hair done with the hair and the hair people, let's call them. <clears throat> and she goes over to a mirror and she starts messing it up like the way she likes it. 
And uh, Ellen was very congenial, uh, you know, very, very congenial. And probably had probably the most words with Ellen's mother, was also there on the set. Uh, that was really early on in, in this whole business that I was doing. And I wasn't the kind of person that was um, outgoing. Well, speaking of Ellen in particular, recently she actually was joking about the fact that the attraction closed and she wants her auto animatronic. So oh, I wonder, really? I, I, that would be great if she had you on the show. I would love to see her reunite with you and Jamie Lee and Bill Nye because, and Alex, of course. I mean, I think the contract that uh, supposedly my agent has was, was for 10 years and, and then it ends up going for 11 and 12 and then 20. And I was just pleased, so pleased that it was it was that popular but at any rate i have thought of that myself um that would be nice well not just that uh, gig but in, in so many of the others when you are waiting around for them to change um camera angles lighting all of that and how underappreciated i've always felt that the people in the background aren't getting recognized like they should because otherwise, uh, these shows couldn't, they just couldn't be made the way they are. And, and uh, other than that, I really didn't have, uh, occasionally I would uh, have conversations with, with those, uh, whether they were doing the sound or, um, or, or the um, carpentry, you know, the, my God, whatever it was that they were doing. And the other thing that I still do is if when I'm called, if, uh, I go. I go to schools, grade schools, and talk to kids about uh, about my uh, my, my youthful years as Einstein, because he he hardly likes school, and uh, I just try to encourage kids to read. I'm I'm very. That's another story, and that's in one of the Chicken Soup uh, uh, books also about how I turned around from being uh, someone who hated reading into someone who can't even express it with the word love well it, it opens up a whole different avenue for children to use their imagination absolutely my einstein said imagination is more important than knowledge did you ever get to epcot to to see yourself in the attraction absolutely i took my oldest son and his two daughters my wife myself and we were um we were able to go through the back door and, and get invited um, uh, to go in, uh, you know, without standing in line. And then we were introduced, I was introduced to everybody in the crowd and, uh, you know, shy me, uh, you know, just ate it up. <laughs> so I was <laughs> able to do that. Well, before we end, I have three Disney-themed questions I ask each guest. I call them the Fab Three. So we'll start with the Donald one, which is, as a child, what Disney film was one of your favorites to see in the movie theater? Okay, I'll say the Mickey Mouse cartoons. And our goofy question, what Disney character do you think would be your best friend if you met them in person? Pluto, for sure. And speaking of Pluto, our Mickey question if I asked you to name any Disney song at this very moment, what immediately comes to mind? Fragilisticexpialidocious. Can't go wrong with Mary Poppins, but I can't thank you enough, Benny, for being on the show. And I will cross my fingers and my toes because it would be great to see you have a reunion with Ellen. You know, it's it's great to finally talk to you on, on the phone. <laughs> okay, well, it's been a pleasure uh, talking to you too. 
Dr. Einstein. You have no money, sir, and that means we're going to have to say goodbye. However, we want to thank you for coming here today, and we do have some lovely parting gifts for you backstage. Yes, here's a parting gift for you right now, Al. It's a long-lasting, low-energy light bulb. Enjoy the efficiency. Boy, there goes a real bundle of energy, huh?